The expressed views of the guests on this podcast are theirs alone and not necessarily endorsed by the host, TWBC, or any associated sponsor. Conversations that are robust yet balanced, on point and to the point. You are listening to The Talk of Tournament Water Skiing. This is the TWBC Podcast. And now, here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, hello and uh, greetings uh, to the TWBC podcast. My name is Tony Lyford, and glad to have you on board uh, once again. And uh, the the season has officially started here in the Northern Hemisphere. Swiss Pro Tricks has uh, come and gone, and uh, that that basically accelerates uh, the whole uh, the whole procession of uh, of competitions coming up in a very very short uh, space of time. And uh, I get to talk to to one of my good friends uh, about about the season to come and uh, what he hopes to do and uh, how he feels about uh, things that are that are go- that are going on in the background his name is freddie winter how are you doing sir I'm doing very well, Tony. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. So, uh, we, I, di- I didn't have an awful lot of time to interview you on site after the Swiss uh, Swiss Pro Tricks. Uh, I needed to get on the road myself and uh, ne- uh, needed to get some some stuff done. But uh, you were along dockside uh, to uh, to announce uh, to do the the interviews uh, for the Swiss Pro Tricks. I know it's not quite your comfort zone because you're more in tune with slalom uh, uh, compared to the other events. But but kind of, kind of give us your your sense, a little bit of a vibe, and uh, as as to as to what you experienced there, uh, feet away from some of the uh, the finest athletes on the world uh, on a trick ski. Uh, well, I hope it wasn't too incredibly obvious that I was out of my comfort zone, but I was a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm 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 no journalist, so um, you know, but I had I had a really good time. It was really fun. Those guys, I, I like them all. They're they're great people, um, and I mean. I guess for me to kind of stand on the dock, you know, and sort of see the nervous energy that I, I know so well from, from my personal, you know, slalom tournaments um, was great. It was great. And, and also kind of interesting to see a different vibe. I mean, like, yeah, like I kept kind of marveling, I guess, as, as the day went on, you know, me, I'm, I'm 33 years old. I'm not the youngest guy at all, but I'm still maybe not middle of the pack, but you know, with, 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 uh, you know, Chris Parrish, Thomas Degastri, Will Asher, all in their forties, I'd stand on the dock with people that, that are quite a lot older than me. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and then actually, you know, you had Kevin Jack. There was the oldest guy, born in 1987. Um, so, he, so he was older than me. But then, but then Adam Peacock is like 31, and and Tebow like yeah, 32, whatever. And everyone else seemed to be about 14. <laughs> so it was quite, it was quite uh, quite amusing. I mean, just the difference in the fields was was very interesting. There was like everyone up until about twenty four, and then from twenty four, it then ratcheted up to, up into like the mid thirties type deal. You know, I mean, there, there was uh, there was a little bit of an age gap there. But uh, you mentioned you, you mentioned Tebow and uh, an, an overall competitor, tremendous slalom skier, excellent jumper as well. You know, I touch upon him uh, a, a little bit and. And right out the shoot, I mean, he tricked nearly eleven thousand points, and I think that was his best score in like about three seasons because he hadn't had an, old, an awful lot of opportunity uh, to to trick. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, what do you what do you say about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think what's really really good is that there's you know another tournament and an opportunity for people to compete in tricks. And I mean, you know, I like I say, I'm a big fan of tricks. I'm a big fan of all those trickers. And I mean. 
going back to, to to the young guys i mean you know that's what i found so amazing standing there and hanging out with them was that you know the, the sort of i guess emotional maturity of people of, of such a young age i mean i was useless on a star ski under pressure until i was maybe you know early 20s um, okay and 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 for them to kind of you know i'm talking about martin labra and, and matty gonzalez i mean they, they are young dudes and i mean i i i was doing like a junior europeans that age and i was absolutely you know, my, my heart was in my mouth the whole time and just, you know, couldn't make it work. So for those guys to, to, to do so well under such pressure and, you know, with the cameras on them, with, you know, someone idiot turning up trying to interview them before they ski, you know, this is this is really, really impressive. Yeah, and I mean, you you get the... You, I kind of get the sense you get more and more comfortable in the role, hopefully not too comfortable uh, going for, going forwards, mind you. But I mean, you get... You, 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 seem, to, you seem to be reveling in the, in the whole, you know... Uh, I don't know every man uh, type type role when it comes to talking with with, with these folks such as Martin Labra and Matias Gonzalez, you know, and you know you uh, up until like about a few seasons ago, the whole notion of actually having someone on the dock side going up to them before they ski and then talk to them about their their upcoming performance wouldn't have even thought been thought of but i'm i'm guessing people are kind of like warming to you and you know and uh, they're they're comfortable about talking talking to you about what's going what's going on and then happy to explain what happened afterwards too yeah i think that it's it's a big part of our sport you know if you want to have a future we need to show the personalities i mean you, you see with the success of drive to survive um that and, and you know full swing in golf and all this sort of these these sort of series the more you can get an understanding of the characters, uh, the more people are going to emotionally invest in the sport. And we've got a lot of great characters. I mean, you know, across the three disciplines, um, you've got, you know, the, the, these absolute legends of, of uh, you know, Freddie Krueger and, and, and Will Asher and Thomas DeGasperi, you know, at, at the top end. And then these young guys, Charlie Ross, you know, would be similar to a lot of the trickers, very, very young um and then everyone in between everyone's doing a different thing everyone's got a completely different outlook and a different way of doing things so i i think we've, we're very lucky as a sport to have such interesting people and we, we really need to show that through interviewing on the dock which i think is fantastic but also you know through all the other means and and um you know and and, and dare i say not through sort of cleansed and 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 contrived personal so social media but actually getting real reaction um, that isn't sort of uh so premeditated that, that you might get um when people do it themselves a little a little bit more authentic and more genuine type deal is pro is, is probably what you're what you're trying to get at isn't that right yeah absolutely i mean you know like you there there are going to be times i mean you know you look at the drive to survive is such a good example of of, of, of sport I mean, you know, and they say it's theater but uh when you see the real reaction of people, the, the sort of the, the 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 awkward interactions, the frustration with the person that you know caused a crash or whatever, I mean that's to me that's that's what people are excited. And I, I mean that, that's that's the one thing I would say that I kind of find frustrating on, on interviews is, is when people go, "Oh, I'm just so happy to be here." It's like, well, hey, you 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 did badly, you know. Like, I you, you can't you can't lie. I mean, there's no point because who are you fooling? That, you know, that's... People, people know that you don't work at something for for your whole life and then and then turn up and and fall early and then and you're oh yeah i'm just happy to be here no no you're not happy 
that's, that's what i find funny you know i mean and and that's a that's a thing as well i mean with the with the skiers that do default to that kind of uh, response uh, uh bear in mind that uh, that that for the vast majority of those skiers english isn't quite their first language type deals uh, that that they're, they're trying to they're trying to verbalize how that how, how they feel and just having a little bit of trouble doing so but uh, in the vast majority of the cases here in this event and a lot of other tour stops and and on the water ski pro tour in the slalom and and what have you you know it, it's expected of them now you know i mean that I mean someone's going to come to the dog whether it be you whether it be lorenzo whether it be wade or 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 uh, or steven or steven steven island or or even elizabeth island you know it's it you're, you're gonna you're gonna be talking yeah and, and i mean I don't know. I mean, I think people have such a... Even if you're not speaking your first language, you're able to, to put across what you feel. And I think, like, my, maybe my favorite interview from the weekend that, that I had was, was Martin Labra, right? He, yeah. he got off the water, he tricked in the high high 10,000s, um, and he was visibly disappointed. And, you know, he's obviously a great skier, but he thought he tricked underneath himself. And, 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 he, and he, he said, yeah, you know, he wasn't negative, but you could just tell he was he was very genuine, and then happily after that, he then got on the podium, his second podium in a row, which was really, really cool. But um, yeah, uh, I, I, that's what I, that's what, that's what excites me is, is the less sort of sanitized, you know, real, real reaction. And, uh, and I think that, you know, that's, that's what, that's what the, uh, the people at home want to see. And that's, what, you know, that's, that's the success of TWBC. TWBC is the only one doing these interviews, um, you know, to a high quality in an organized fashion. And that's why, I think that you know you, all the camera angles that you know so much is put into that and all, and, and all the drone shots and whatever it, it's all great but, but to me the main thing of YTWC is better um, you know than, than than some of the other ones we see is 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 that you've got the human reaction prior and after and and, and you've got more of an access to the athletes indeed indeed no uh, and the for- the format that uh, that clint and uh, and vincent came up with uh, for this event very very similar to the sl- to the slalom which we're going to see in two weeks time ex- brought to you exclusively live on twbc got to put that in there and uh, uh, do you do you reckon that it transferred over seamlessly or or could or could there be some some things you would like to see to enhance it a little bit better still no, I think it was perfect. I think that. I mean, I. I think that. To be to be honest with you, I'm a big fan of trick skiing. Um, just as something to watch, and I think, the the format was perfect. And I think that honestly, it's the purest form of water skiing in some ways. You don't need a course. You just need a boat, with a wake and a skier and a and, and a ski and some rope, and that that's perfect to to move anywhere. And I think that's you know this was a great, in my opinion, first example of of of, of putting that on. And we need to as a sport build a package to go to these sort of more downtowny areas in front of people where you know it's not built for slalom it's not built for jump but you can trick there and get get tricking out in front of people and i mean there's no reason why with with the 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 less um necessity for for organization and, and putting a course in and a ramp and all that sort of stuff trick skiing really should be the one that has the most um the most events per year it's the most successful it's the most easy to, to, to understand it's actually got the most variety and beyond that um you know that there's there's all these great amazing young athletes and we need the sport the sport needs to support them they're all so young but you know you get to be my age or, or younger and you can't support yourself off you know three or four events a year um and obviously the more events there are the more sponsorship there is so 
you know we hopefully that can grow the one thing i'll say personally i i, I don't like um the this sort of waiting around for the schools I, mean, I know that's sort of part of the game but i think that you know that does take away a little bit from the suspense i don't know how you can fix that um well there is that something be, that's a, my one there is something that's a, that's about that's a, um, one of the innovations that's itrix it wasn't available in the, in, in this competition because it's still very much in its infancy you know and the, and 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 even now that they're, they're still that they're still trying to uh get or get or get a little bit a little bit of the bugs out the system you know and uh, and get it familiarized amongst our officials out there you know uh, bef- before it gets thrown into in, into really hardcore events uh, such such as Swiss Pro Tricks, you know that that would that would have accelerated uh, the amount of time that that it would have taken for the scores uh, to, uh, to 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 be realised. Uh, uh, certainly, in my opinion, and I don't know about you, but what do you reckon on that? Yeah, I mean, we saw it at Malibu Open last year. And I mean, as much as I was skiing that day, I did tune in. My my roommate for that weekend was Joel Poland, and he was getting up early and, and doing that. So I watched him on the TV. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be fantastic. And, you know, Donald Connolly, the guy that's invented it, is is just a he's a force for good for this sport. There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. And the amount of effort he's put into into that, I think it's going to be amazing. Um, I don't know quite what the next uh, steps are to, to get it in, but, I mean, it, it should be in. I hope it's available for the World Championships this year because uh, then – you know we can we can see things happening it happens point by point yeah you can see the the, the, the the tricks being added in one by one as they do it which is just so incredible so hopefully um hopefully that comes along and that'll fix a, a big problem with the sport that that you know that, that tension will come back into it and then suddenly we've got a, a really a, a better sport for the skiers but also a more you're not sound like a marketing idiot but you know a, a more sellable sports you know to take around the place people will actually invest more in it yes indeed you know uh one of one of the arguments that was made uh toward uh towards the end of like the the former uh the former american water ski pro tour you know as it transitioned from tournament skiing and you know, i start slalom and jump towards wakeboarding you know is because because of all of the logistics that were involved in putting a slalom course putting a jump course and then you had and, and wakeboarding was there it didn't need any of that you know and and the the sport suffered for years and years after that now we have an event that's there that's that you that you can take a boat take bring trick skiers from it uh, into in into onto a site you know they actually tried this a few seasons ago in rotterdam uh on on like on like a canal uh, ver- uh, underneath the shadows of uh, I, I don't know what's the name of that vodka or uh, a uh, uh, kettle vodka uh that 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 place right in the middle of the of the netherlands and i mean it 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 worked there but you know i'll, I'll no, nothing nothing really really was gained from from that particular event and it's and it's and now we're at the point where where we're like saying, "Hey, Trix is back." Who knew? You know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think it is. I think that it, it's never been more exciting, and I think that a lot of the people that I've talked to in the last couple of days have just said it was an incredible thing to watch. And yeah, I mean, let's let's get it out there. I, you know, we need a traveling tour of uh, of Trixky tournaments in 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 public areas. I don't think that slalom's built for it. I don't think the jump's built for these these areas particularly because. It, there's just a lot a lot of logistics that goes in and 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 conditions affect uh slalom and, and jump more than they do tricks so you know the great thing is we have a webcast that everyone in the world eight billion people has access to if they've got an internet connection 
which you know that that's a great way to build uh spectators we want people to turn up on site like moomba it's just incredible but you know slalom and jump can happen with a huge audience online but then tricks we can do both we can have it online but also in front of these things and that you know it, the more popular trick gets which i really believe it can get hugely popular then the more it's going to push towards the other two disciplines and you know and vice versa all right then we've spoken a little bit about the men so far as the trick skiing is concerned i think uh, I, I don't know whether we've touched upon dorian llewellyn's little feat of escapology you know in the, in the in the in the first round where he didn't quite get over the line and that trick ended up being scored as a wake five front instead of a ski line a five front uh, type deal but uh, let's talk about the women shall we i mean because they 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 came out and they they really showed off uh, their best skills uh, in this competition yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you, Tony, I'm not the guy to, to get technical on trick skiing. What I no, can I'm say not. is, is I, what the, the, you know, obviously there's there's a big three and they're, they're you know, they're all just you know, phenomenal. Um, and, uh, you know, Erica came out on top this time. She's had a, a phenomenally, phenomenal year, obviously, Moomba and, and the Swiss Road Trick. She's, you know, got, I guess, you know, a handful of trick events coming up and I'm just going to want to keep that 100% record but then you know because you be pushed as hard as you possibly can by neely and by uh by anna and then there's you know kennedy hansen she's 20 years old and she's getting better and better and you know can she break into that top three she's a um, raging cajun is she raging cajun i actually didn't know that oh we did i just wanted to just to nail that into you a little bit you being a former warhawk and all i had a really nice time talking to her and i won't hold it against her um, <laughs> so um, yeah no it's 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 great i yeah i i feel uncomfortable sort of talking about the technicalities of it because i just i just don't have that background um but you know what i can see as a fan of sport i can turn on any tv show and kind of a TV, you know sport on tv and kind of understand the the you know ha- the the competitive element and and obviously that we've just got these three incredible skiers who are just battling back and forth and then there's then there's a, a, i guess a chasing pack who are trying to break into that and that you know that, that can only be great for the sport and the fact that they're all so young i mean erica is is the sort of eldest one and she's also she's a lot younger than me um and then you know neely and anna are you know very early 20s it's, it's incredible there's a long future ahead for them and like i say we as a sport need to facilitate their ability to make a living from trick skiing Otherwise, we're going to lose this, this you know, huge potential um, for, for, for them to you know, grow the sport going forward. All right, then. Speaking about that a little bit, uh, one, one, of the thing, one of the things that you did uh, among your interviews, I mean, you, you interviewed Joel Poland right at the very end uh, as he came to the realisation after Pato's fall early on in his uh, in his final set that he was the champion with 12,010 points right and you had you had a long drawn out conversation there with him as to, as to what his schedule is going to be looking like uh, so far as the events that he'll enter you know whether 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 he'll chase chase down the slalom events such as San Gervasio and Caiaphas and all that kind of thing and he 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 came through with uh, with, with a response that was that was quite interesting can you could you sum that up for us a little bit yeah i mean he said that he is not going to do any single slalom tournaments he's going to do events that have only two two or more disciplines in uh, which i think is it's very admirable i mean um i don't think joe would mind me saying this 
you know, just he's probably going to be more competitive in the jump and the trick fields. He's he's got pro wins in both of those, so it makes sense that he would kind of in in some ways, um, you know, double his money, um, and and do the the multiple discipline ones. But also, which is a huge part of it too, is he is a massive advocate for overall skiing and the, and actually the best advert for it in the world with with what he's doing on social media and just his you know he's a great personality. Um, he with 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 his ability on the water and 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 his investment into that into the overall discipline i mean he you know he's got to promote as much as he can the the all three disciplines equally um and and i think it's an admirable thing to do you know like people do want to have joel poland turn up at their water ski site and i think that people you know we as a sport everyone wants to see multiple um the, the disciplines happening at the same event you know like mastercraft pro malibu open towards the end of the year you know you've got the masters you've got moomba which just happened these are fantastic events because you can watch you know a high quality webcast hopefully with with you know, with all the narratives the, the more packed in the better you know if, if, if you're not if, if you're not the biggest fan of slalom which some people aren't you know you've got jump if you want to watch it all you can sit and watch all day you know men's women's jump slalom you know hopefully trick as well joel uh understand as, as much as the rest of us really should understand that, that the more we can pack in the, the more exciting the events are um of course the boundary to that is money uh, you know in order to put on an extra discipline you have to find more cash price so yeah you know those, those organizers that are that are putting in money just for slalom they might have to raise i don't know thirty thousand dollars in, in, in prize money well then you add in trick add in jump you know it might be 60 and you add in tricks it might be 90. so that's just a huge barrier not everyone's capable of doing that because you know sponsors are um are, are hard to find you know even to cover one one discipline but you know hopefully with all the work everyone's doing with what tito vc is doing with what whiskey pro tour is doing uh world water skiers all of these uh, you know have the same goal of growing water skiing as a whole sport and and as that as as eyeballs grow as the number of eyeballs falling on the sport grows then um then then sponsors do and, then those those price places get more and more easy to 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 find, and then we can have silent trick and jump at every single tournament. Yeah, that's uh, that that's that's certainly what we wish for ultimately going forwards. You know, I mean, uh, I mean the n- number of events uh, continue continues to grow. I mean, la- I mean last season uh, I had had a, had the privilege of. Of going to Caiaphas uh, to compete to compete in that event, and that that was an event and a half. I tell you, uh, you you probably saw the webcast. You might have even caught glimpse of the of the new uh, op- opening uh, video sequence on uh, on this last webcast that we did at TWBC for the Swiss Pro Tricks. You know, and you and you had and you had like your EDM music. You had the you, you had the sex up. Saxophonist or whatever, you, whatever you call that, you know, and it, it was a really, really good party atmosphere. And when you create that kind of atmosphere, the people will come. Don't wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, I was there and and just loved every minute of it. George has easy put it on as just an incredible guy. I mean, there was there was talk from a lot of people saying he should just organise all the buddy tournaments because <laughs> he did such a good job. Um, uh, and. Yeah, I, I, that's that's one of the tournaments I'm really really looking forward to this year. It, it was it was great. I had one of my um, fellow competitors turn to me the day before the tournament, uh, and he and he said to me, "I don't care what tournament's happening, you know, on the same weekend as this event next year, I'm coming to this tournament." So 
you know, it, it, it was that good. We've, we've, as athletes, we've rarely been this well looked after and had as much fun. Um, so, yeah, no, it, that, that's the sort of thing we need, absolutely. And I think, and, and just, yeah, to your point, it came across on the webcast. You know, everyone could see how great it was. I got a lot of texts saying, oh my God, you know, there's like a DJ on the dock with you. That's weird. And I'm like, it was amazing. And they're like, yeah, no, it looked incredible. Yeah, I just I just can't remember. I just couldn't can't forget the uh, the nervous face of uh, of Jamie Paul on the starting dock. You know, uh, dancing around uh, with uh, with George aloft in the the Slansky above her head. Please, please do what you want, the Slansky, but don't drop it. Type deal. It was a, it was oh, a really fun atmosphere. Yeah, George wouldn't get a hold of my ski. Yeah, I'd wrestle him first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, indeed. Uh, okay, which kind of neat, uh, which kind of neatly uh, uh, and makes us go to to the next point. You know, uh, as we, we we've spoken about tour stops and what have you, Swiss Pro tricks and stuff like that. Okay, let's turn your attention to to you. Uh, so far as the competitive season coming up, because it's gonna look a it's gonna look a lot different this season coming around based upon what happened around about this time last season right uh i mean well to some degree i mean i've got i've got the king of darkness which i'm just so excited for uh, you know an event they're adding asylum into which we're you know all incredibly grateful for and then this and the the tricks we're just going to have an incredible first weekend of the season um it's a world championships year uh, so that's the biggest event there is in the sport, which we all know. And um, so, like, I guess that's the last event of the season. So that's everything's going to be building towards that. And, you know, and between between the sort of opening weekend in America of the year um, and and the end, which is you know, well, I'm saying in Florida, it's going to be a lot of tournaments. But yeah, I mean, some stuff's going to be different. I think I know what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're being rather coy on that subject, you know, because it's an event that takes place, hmm, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, 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 I'm guessing, I'm, I'm guessing you, we're, we're probably going to see you elsewhere. Yeah, well, uh, so yeah, I've, I've been um, uh, rendered ineligible uh, for the Masters this year. Um, I received a communication from Nautique Boats last year that I wouldn't be eligible to compete this year and um that's as a result of the uh i'm being i'm being careful to say here of, of the, the, the situation that happened at the masters last year involving uh boy six at 39 um where which had a big impact on you know would i make the final would i not i was chasing my third masters title in a row uh having one in 2019 didn't happen in 2020 and then one in, again in 2021 i was going for number three and um yeah i was skiing well enough to, to win it again, I believe, and and and, and unfortunately, um, let's let's say uh, an incident occurred where I was um, not allowed. I was not. Um, the judging decision was that I did not make uh, the, the the turn at Boy Six successfully, um, and as a result of that, there was um, a. a, a uh, I had an emotional response to to something that I that I was to the decision which I which I found um, uh, confusing, um, and so yeah, I was uh, unfortunately um, disqualified from the Masters last year. Which, to be honest with you, at that point I had already not made the final, so so it wasn't you know 
it didn't have a huge effect on me. You only get paid down to, to fourth, pay, fourth place. But I, you know, more importantly, I wasn't able to defend the title that I won the previous two years. Um, and so from there, here we are. I, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to be competing in the Masters this year. I think that's a shame. I, it, I think it's it's obviously not what I would have chosen. Um, and, you know, I think also when you've got the champion of two of the three previous years, and I, I mean, I think that last year I should have been able to compete for that in the final. Um, the, you know, I think it's not all that great for the Masters, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, so so no Masters for me. Okay. okay, now, and after the after the Masters was was uh, was concluded, I mean, you were able to ski in pretty much every tournament that uh, that was available to you, whilst uh, whilst things were uh, were taking shape in the background, uh, not only with uh, with with Correct Craft, uh, but uh, but also at. Uh, at the uh, the IWWF level, uh, are you in a position to comment on that? Yeah, you know I can. I mean, you know there was there was a uh, let's say an interaction with the International Federation over over the next months, um, which you know the, let's just say let, you know it, which was you know, incredibly stressful. It went it went it went on till till basically the end of the year, and I had all sorts of tournaments and stuff, and it was it was pretty tricky to deal with. I I, I had to say it didn't certainly didn't contribute to my to any success that I had. Um, but you know the result of it was that I was free to ski in every tournament. I mean I you know un- unfortunately I did have a, a, a back injury after returning to Europe, but I mean you know so there was all sorts of rumors going around that I was banned from all tournaments and all that sort of stuff. Well, you know. Let, let, let's say let's say there was curious origins of, of, of those uh, of those rumors but no i i've always been eligible to ski in every water ski competition uh, i've never had a ban um and uh, I, I remain eligible to ski um you know with, with with an exception of being deemed ineligible for the masters and and actually the two masters qualifying series um in the next few weeks by, okay by nautique okay go deep into the weeds with that one because i mean these are two record capability tournaments right i mean that they, they offer no cash prize no no money no cash prize no nothing and yet you're ineligible for those as well right yeah i mean i tried to enter and i was told by the organizer that that uh her nautique i was ineligible um I, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't really feel like I should have a view on that here. It's, yeah, would I like to compete in them? Absolutely. Did I want to? Yes. Uh, it's a, it's something I've done the last year. I've been, I've been qualified for the Masters the last two years that these qualifying series have happened, and I've always competed in at least one of the qualifying series because I think it benefits my season. So yeah, I'm being deprived of a chance to, to, to prepare for my season. Um, and and also you know these are places where big scores happen so what's unfortunate is that the world championships seeding is going to be based on scores from the world ranking list and so i'm 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 losing an, a, an opportunity to seed myself for the world championships so yeah i mean it's it it, it is uh disappointing um and and would i rather it was another way yes um but i you know i don't run the sport um there are a lot of so, people out there that wish you wish you did. I mean, I don't know about that, and I, 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 I certainly don't want to run the sport. Um, I contribute as much as I can to to it, but I, 
yeah, no, I, 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 I've, I've got a lot on already, and I, I, my, my aim ultimately is just to be the best water skier as I, that I can possibly be, and and to reach the highest heights. I don't, I don't need to do anything uh, more than that. But yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, the whole, the whole thing is frustrating. I mean, I had ten dollars for everyone that that came up to me in the last year, having having seen the situation um, as it unfolded, and 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 said to me, well, you know, that was just very very confusing and disappointing and strange i mean i yeah, don't i don't need to get into that but um yeah i i i, I would rather things were not the way they are absolutely yeah with all of those ten dollars added up together you would definitely have enough money in the bank for a for a for a protest or anything like that but uh, we'll skip aside from that one or 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 a or a, or a you know a couple of pro tournament wins maybe maybe you know you know it's you no know, the uh, the prize money is uh, going going up a little higher with each successive season as we get more and more uh competition so uh the next time we'll see you on the water probably the first time that we'll see you on the water in in a professional setting will be lake 38 wouldn't it no king of darkness king of darkness, oh, king of darkness. Just, yeah 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 yeah. Tr- yeah tony let me please let me do that one i really want to do that one i want to do swiss but then you get lake 38 afterwards I'm, go- I'm going like a few steps down the line here my apologies for that yeah yeah lake, lake 38 and then of course we move into the, the to the tournaments in europe um we've got four or five which is going to be exceptional i mean as a, as a european like yourself i i just love it that the sport's expanding over there we want the, the sport obviously to expand everywhere and but you know it's great that it's huge in america in, in terms of the pro scene but it's also really really good that it's going abroad as well and yeah i mean we talk about san Giovasio and caiaphas and we're going to go back to lacano um which is you know it's just it's all incredibly exciting and and then and then thereafter uh we come back um unfortunately no hilltop this year which is such a shame because it was such a great tournament but you know maybe we'll see that again california is always amazing mastercraft pro malibu a couple of weeks off world championships and then drop the mic and get out of here that's <laughs> going to be a long, stressful season. I'm not sure I can take the pressure for any longer than, you know, October 17th or whatever it's going to be. I, I'm going to have to. And I'm guessing um, I'm guessing you're not flying KLM or any, any, any or anything like that, no? Okay, no. They, I, I, mind you, I've invested in, in like three air tags, which go on sort of, you know, I've got one on my fin, one in my front binding, and one, in, one just strapped to the ski. So I, I, they're not going to lose my ski again, I don't think, or at least I hope not. Well, there you go. Uh, I think I, I think you mirror a lot of a lot of people out there, and uh, and a lot a lot of, a lot of my skiing friends actually got uh, air tags for Christmas, which is which is always good. You know, a very very thoughtful gift going forwards. Yeah, I mean, we we should get Apple. I mean, with with all of their billions, they should they should just chuck a couple of mil towards us for you know for for a sponsorship. But yeah, I mean, everyone go buy air tags; they're incredible. Or maybe we can teach Elon Musk to ski. Yep, we could we could do that. Yeah, the the twit himself. <laughs> anyway, and, uh, and and yeah, just a few moments ago, you called me a European, which uh, I've never I've never had that label label where uh, uh, that moniker uh, thrust upon me or anything like that. You know, I'm a British British to the core. But uh, but anyways. Uh, Good season uh, coming up. We uh, we anticipate. Uh, we got uh, the uh, king of, king of darkness, as you correctly said. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna be uh, a slalom in 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 the dark uh, for for the for the final round of that competition. Uh, just 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 really take us a little bit in into that because like slalom in the dark is. 
uh it, it, it is just absolutely crazy pants isn't it because i mean your whole depth perception speed and what have you is is totally off skew it is i mean it, it always depends i think it's like the, for the jumpers as well like you know they can they can commit to go and do a a, a, a night jump you know somewhere in the world and they, they don't know until they turn up there and practice actually how bad it's going to be now at moomba we usually do that night slalom and it it's pretty good i mean you know you've got all you've got sort of floodlights kind of stuck because you, when you kind of go into them it's it's very tricky but when you've got like i mean you've got all the sort of fairground rounds and stuff you, you've got a little bit of light from everywhere so you can kind of make it work um we did one at oxford um for the nationals last year and and the, the floodlights let's say they were but also i mean it did incredibly incredibly fast but the first part seems to be always the worst um and then you kind of get a, into a little bit of a rhythm so yeah i'm 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 excited uh it you know it's great you know we talked about like joel was saying about you know adding in different events incredibly grateful to the garcias for bringing in slalom um i've got to make the the top four on the thursday qualifier to get to the saturday final um and i'm extremely motivated to do that obviously training very hard here and then move on to swiss the next day for for a you know i mean everyone knows how good of an event swiss is it's 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 usually the, the first event of the season and people tend to tune in and love it that is going to brilliant and i'm I'm just excited i guess as a water ski fan to have two events back to back i mean it's going to be just just a wonderful opening weekend it's like the opening weekend opening day of the world cup you know or or the premier league season in in football or some would say soccer um where you just got so you know it goes from zero to 100 really really quick and it's just so exciting yeah, absolutely, and uh, and and I for, and I for one, uh, uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little nervous. Let me let me put it to you this way: I'm excited, but I'm nervous at the same time because, I mean, I'll I'll be I'll be with the call on both webcasts back to back. I'll be I I'll be calling jump all the way through to to. Uh, I don't know what well, it's ten PM, eleven PM, and then I, then I then I'm gonna get some real shut eye because at about seven forty five in the morning the next day I've got Swiss Pro Slalom. Uh, it it's it, it it's gonna be a challenge. I gotta I gotta tell you. I mean, I'm I'm not kidding here. Yeah, but lucky you're a concert professional, Tony. I mean, you you'll I, I have no doubt you'll do a bloody good job. And and I think yeah, you you'll just need to rely a little bit on on the people that you're on your co-commentators, which I you know I'm sure you'll get in some incredible co-commentators in both both uh, situations and i love that that's, that's my favorite part of the the you know the commentary of the webcast is the sort of the interaction the debate um you know in the commentary i think it's fantastic yes uh, yeah I, I, actually that's not a bad point alexei zernasek and uh, uh, matt reaney were doing that for the balance at the swiss pro tricks i uh, haven't haven't really mentioned them and, and i've got to mention them really i mean because they because uh, they spared me my voice on a, on a on a couple of occasions uh to be to be blunt but uh but i tell you what they they offered like a world of knowledge and an experience in into that role and i'm certainly grateful for that and uh, and how how do you feel about their contribution well, Matt, I mean, Matt's always good. He does all the slalom. I mean, you know, the guy's got, uh, you know, he's, I mean, for God's sake, he's Joel Poland's coach. He knows everything there is to know about overall skiing. Um, and Joe Poland. So, yeah, well, there you go. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, he's, he, he wasn't any surprise to me that, that he did an incredible job. But, yeah, I mean, Alexei, like, it was brilliant, too, because he, you know, we haven't seen him too much um, on, on the mic. But, yeah, I, I loved it. And I, what I loved was how humble he was. He was, you know, talking about, pato who broke his world record you know not six months ago and um he was so you know 
yeah, humble. humble. He had a lo- lo- lot, of, lot of grace. He he was very complimentary about all the skiers, and and you know I'm sure he he probably want to be out there with him. Um, not sure what the status is with with the, with the ban on 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 Russian and Belarusian skiers these days, but if that's why he wasn't competing himself, but it's uh, yeah, it was it was it was great. I mean, anytime you can get a legend in the booth, you know, it's like, it's like when Regina's commentating at, at the I don't know the Lake Thirty Eight. You know, it's just like, well, how cool is that? Yeah, like it's just it's just incredible to get these these top 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 people that you don't often hear from that much. And uh, yeah, no, it's excellent. And actually, you do raise a point about the Belarusian and Russian skiers, and then you, you're thinking to yourself, "Ah, oh, my word, what, what an, another can of worms I've got to delve into right now." But I'm going to hold off on that. I'm going to put a little reminder in my notebook and and ask and ask you about that a little bit when the uh, when the King of Darkness comes by, because both uh, Hannah Stroltsova and Sasha Denyushkaya, both formerly Belarusian skiers, ski under the white flag at the moment, to the best of my knowledge, and uh, the, the, their status uh, could act, could actually change change even further uh, prior to to the king of darkness and the the subsequent tournaments to come afterwards but yeah i'll make a note of that and i'll, I'll raise that issue with you uh, going forward but i understand that you are you're being called into the into the tow boat so uh, uh, i better let you go and, uh, and and earn your crust a little bit so to speak and uh, is there anything out anything you want to say in parting uh no not really no i'm uh yeah, I, I thank you for having me, and and let's uh, let's all have a great year. I mean, I'm excited for myself, and hopefully, going to get some good results. But I mean, yeah, I just I I love this weekend. I really, truly did. I thought it was just so. I mean, not to sound like a sort of gushing idiot, but to yeah, just to be involved in something like that and to see a new event happen. I I saw what it meant to all the trick skiers too, and I just you know they all said it a little bit. They're like, hey, you know, if you want to have tricks at your event, we'll turn up. And I hope, I really do hope it happens. I really do hope it happens. They, they, they deserve it. They're incredible, incredible athletes. Maybe the best athletes in the sport with the variation that they do and the ability of these young guys to be just so incredibly uh, consistent, you know, under pressure. I, I just love that. So, yeah, I'm hoping, hoping for more trick events going forward. And you said you're out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, well, like I say, I'm not, I'm, I'm no interviewer, you know. So to, to I, I, you know, Vince is a good friend of mine. All the TWC guys are good friends of mine. So, so it seemed like a natural thing, you know. If they didn't have anyone for me to do it, and I was excited to do it, um, but yeah, I, I hope, I hope the trickers would say that I, I wasn't intrusive. I was respectful. I there was a couple of times Vince is shouting in my ear, "Get an interview, get an interview," and I'm like, "I'm not going to interview." And the guy's got headphones on. He's in the zone, you know. So. <laughs> So I, I think I did a little bit there from, you know, from the athlete perspective um, to be slightly helpful. But no, it was uh, it was it was great. And um, yeah, I'm I'd always help, happy to help out in that sort of way if, if it's necessary. All right, then. That was Freddie Winter, and this was the latest edition of the TWBC podcast. Uh, thanks a lot uh, for tuning in. If you want more details about the podcast, podcast at waterskibroadcasting.com, podcast at waterskibroadcasting.com uh, for any info. And if you want to uh, uh, financially uh, support uh, the webcast, then you can use that same email address too, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you. In the meantime, this is Tony Lightfoot, and until next time, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. 
Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcasts.